Hello and welcome to this 34th episode of the Denver Homes Market Report. Last week, I hope you really enjoyed that show at least half as much as I enjoyed creating it for you. It was the first time that I really got personal with my own story. However, I just felt it was an important one and the right time to do so. We are in an unprecedented times with the transition of power from one president to our next and with the pandemic raging across this nation, all while we are on the brink of a vaccine. I'm no medical expert, but from what I hear, the two main companies producing and testing the vaccines have come up with two different versions. And while both have their advantages and disadvantages, both appear to be highly effective. This will no doubt change the game and in time will get us past this virus outbreak. However, in the meantime, we all really need to heed the warnings because rolling out a vaccine throughout the US and around the globe is no small feat. These vaccines require temperature control and they are only viable for fairly short periods of time. So getting this out and into the public and getting enough people vaccinated in order to bring this under control is going to take us all some time. We may need to stay vigilant for the next year while all this gets underway. So let's all wear a mask, keep our distance, and stay at home as much as humanly possible. Okay, kinda got off on a tangent there, but an important one for us all. Let's do our best to protect those around us. My point in all this is we have so much going on. And with that, we can get blinders on and not keep our focus on our overall well-being and our futures. We all need to also think about what we need in life beyond the presidential transition, beyond the vaccine rollout, and beyond this pandemic. We can safely continue to plan out our lives and be ready for what lies ahead in the years ahead of us. Last week, we did something we have not done to date here on our Denver Homes Market Report podcast. We went back in time. You know, this time was different. Normally, when I go back in time, I'm comparing all the transactions from a given month for last year and bringing them forward and comparing all the transactions in that same month for this year. However, this particular episode, I needed to find some answers to help me understand this crazy phenomenon we are experiencing here in the Denver homes market. I mean, here we are. We are in the middle of the multitude of issues I had just mentioned above. However, I had some of my clients out looking at homes and before we could even see the pictures get loaded into the typical real estate sites, you know, just four to six hours after the listing broker 
had made their clients home live on the MLS. They were not even on any of those national real estate sites yet. And there would be showings completely booked up and multiple offers either in hand or inbound on some of these homes. So after doing some research, here is what I found. First off, the reason there are no showings are due to the pandemic. And you know, we are not allowing more than one party at a time inside the home. If anyone has ever been out touring homes, you know the schedule is pretty much a crapshoot. I mean, you try your best to map it all out and visit each home within the time frame that you have set it up for, but there are so many factors that can affect that schedule, particularly when you're looking at a full list, a full day of seven or even eight homes that particular day. Sometimes you may see a home and you know your clients really like that home and they wanna spend a little time there. Or you may drive by and decide that a particular neighborhood is just not right for them. Then of course, there's traffic. So when you have all these homes set up on a tight 15 minute schedule, that home tour can go vastly different than you had anticipated when you mapped it all out and set up those showings just a few hours earlier. So that explains why when homes are coming on the market, it can be difficult to even get inside to see them right now. So my next question was, what is driving this huge demand? I mean, homes have multiple offers, either in hand or on their way, you know, just hours into the marketing launch. And then of course, if you're a seller, you know, you want your home to stay active on the market at least through a weekend. So you can let all the potential buyers who want to see your home and possibly make an offer to do so. So you and your realtor may set up a time, say like on Sunday by 7 p.m. as the time that all offers must be submitted by. Then you give an expiration date of say Monday at 7 p.m. This gives you time so you and your realtor will have time to review all the offers and pick the one that you feel is the best offer. You wanna balance that with the best chance of actually being executed. You know, the highest offer often is not the best offer. I mean, I could offer you $1 million on your $500,000 home, but honestly, your final sales price would be set or at least limited by the appraisal. And even if it's a cash offer, be ready to pay when it comes to home inspection, because that cash buyer knows full well you will do just about anything to not lose that cash offer. You know, you've got a 14 to 21 day close. You really will pretty much do whatever repairs they ask for because you don't want them to walk away. So yes, a cash offer has its advantages, but it also gives that buyer a leg up. Then of course, you get into appraisal gaps. 
you know, if it's a financed deal, as most, most of them are, and you know, that can help to some extent, but it's important to look at all aspects of your offer. The sales price is important, but so are the financing terms. The experience of the broker who's representing that potential buyer and the type of financing they are seeking and how far along in that process of approval they happen to be. There are many factors that you as the seller may not be doing all the research and the groundwork yourself. I mean, that's part of the reason you hire a realtor. But you need to be confident you hired the right broker to represent you and advocate on your behalf. You know, you may not get everything you want, and that's okay. I mean, it's not called negotiations for nothing. The hope is that all parties close the deal and feel they got a fair shake. You know, buyers are happy, they bought the home, and with all its faults, it remains a good buy. The seller also hopefully feels they sold the home in good conscience and at a fair price. So that brings me to my next point here. We have this huge demand. I mean, there are buyers coming out of the woodwork from all angles. Well, part of that is due to the fact that Denver is a growing hub for business. There are companies from all over. Let's, let's just use one example here. Think of the property values in Silicon Valley and the surrounding areas where the average home price is over $2 million. These companies are now realizing in the middle of this pandemic, many employees who primarily work from a computer do not have to live or even be in Silicon Valley to do their jobs. So why not look to areas where the average home price, instead of being over $2 million, is around 600,000? As of this moment, a million dollars in Denver will yield you a pretty nice home. I mean, you can live in Highlands Ranch and be fairly comfortable on a million dollars. Or, you know, come north a bit get into the Cherry Creek or the Cherry Hills Village area. Maybe a bit over a million, maybe 1.2 or 1.5 million, and still have an easy commute to maybe DTC for some work-related meetings as needed. This sounds expensive for you and I who live here, but if you're with a tech firm and based out of one of these major tech hubs, Denver and even Boulder are really good and even comparatively affordable options. So that all sounds like the perfect storm, but there must be something else driving this bus. I mean, come on. I wrote several offers all on homes that had only been on the market a day or two, in some cases, only a few hours, and with not even pictures yet. So last week, I was really trying to make the case that if you own a home and even think you may sell in the next three to five years, you may want to make that move sooner than later. You know, we went back and we looked at October of 2019 
where when you look at all the homes listed for sale, the inventory was around 28,000 different homes to choose from. Then we fast forwarded to October, 2020, where we only had about 16,000 homes to choose from. So you've got this huge demand and we have this incredibly low inventory. Then you couple that with interest rates below 3%. And wow, now that is the perfect seller's market. But do not despair. You as a buyer have incentives here. I mean, oh, the inventory is low, so you have less homes to choose from. And no doubt, you are up against stiff competition. Then, you know, you as a seller, you hold all the cards. If you price your home right, you'll have multiple offers in a fairly short period of time. If you don't price your home correctly, you get greedy, guess what? It may end up biting you. I mean, buyers today have more technology at their fingertips than any point in history. They know what you paid for the home. They know when you bought the home. They know what your neighbors just sold for. The transactions today are as transparent as ever. So be smart, hire an experienced realtor, me, and follow their guidance. After all, that's what you're paying them for. All right, so let's recap here and close out this session. The market is strong, rates are low, a new presidential administration are on their way in. The vaccine is just around the corner, but we are not out of the woods just yet. Stay vigilant, keep your distance, wear your mask, single-use gloves and sanitizer handy. If you are thinking about selling your home in the next three to five years, you may consider doing that now. Strike while the iron is hot. If you're a buyer, rates are below 3% in some cases. So call me either way. I have an amazing lender partner, Jackson Riggs of the Mortgage Network. We'll work together to make your offer as strong as possible. And be ready, your first offer may not be accepted. Don't take it personal. Don't lose hope. Stay in the trenches with me every single day. And by the way, I hope your realtor is me, of course. We will work together to find your home and then successfully win the war and finally execute your contract with precision. My number here, 720-688-5111. Also, please visit my website, www.denverhomesmarket.com. And yes, of course, subscribe to my podcast, The Denver Homes Market Report. This is Ricky Schoonover of Mode Real Estate, wishing you a safe, quiet, low-key, and private Thanksgiving. I will produce a Thanksgiving show, so please tune in for that.